Welcome to High Level. My name is Axel, and today I have the pleasure of interviewing rapper Darian Stacks. How are you doing? Thank you so much for sitting down with me. started what was your origin like I've always been around music uh, my mom always took me everywhere she went she was a, a singer-songwriter uh, neo-soul jazz R&B um, I get my voice from her I wasn't really into a lot of the music people were into growing up I could only remember you know the old school like Aretha Franklin Shaka Khan and Luther Vandross, that's just music that I grew up on. That's just the soul and everything like that. That's my family music. Growing up and going through <clears throat> what I like now realize is trauma. Things through a joined family, and then that's like a very hard thing to deal with. So a lot of the music that I was listening to then that was affecting me was a lot of Linkin Park, Three Days Grace. Um, then later on, it was punk music like Sleeping With Sirens and like, uh, indie music, Mumford and Sons, different different things, you know. Hip hop was always around, but it wasn't my go-to. At 16, I started uh, playing piano. My mom asked me if I wanted to do lessons, so I tried it out. It was like a group lesson. It was like a ton of kids sitting at this long table, just playing one by one each key, and it was like driving me nuts. You know, for a person who's like young and who had ADHD, I didn't want to feel stagnant. You know what I mean? So I was like, as soon as I got into the, uh, the car, my mom was like, so how did you like it? She was like, I hated it. <laughs> I don't like it. So then did you start learning on your own? Yeah, I had a piano at home. And then the first song I ever learned was In the End by Linkin Park, but not in its normal key, like in the minor keys. And that's what I play now a lot because it's just something that I've been accustomed to, but I also enjoy. Um, it's only been recently that I've been expanding my knowledge as far as different keys and different scales. I was a lot of, around a lot of Tongans and uh, Filipinos who played ukulele in high school. So I was like, okay, let me pick up the ukulele. Then after that, I was like, let me add two strings to that and then got a guitar and started playing that. I started making my own music just out of nowhere because of, you know, old high school heartbreaks and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like old little love stories and feeling out, oh, what am I, like what I really feel, but, but it made music, I made music. My mom would always say, oh, you could get, you can make money by being a songwriter, but it was always kind of like, yeah, I know, but never really applied that, right? Never thought that I would end up making an album, and I made my first album in high school. Very few people know about that. They don't know, it was called Transitions. And uh, looking back at it, I was like, man, like that was definitely my younger years, you know, like, I, I guess you could say that everything is self-taught and even the produ producing now and filmmaking and all that. So tell me about that process. Do you think people should go to a school and try to learn like the music software and music theory and all that? Or do you think that now in the time of YouTube and all that, 
you're better off just going and learning on YouTube. <laughs> it's just funny. So that's so funny that you're asking me that now in, in a time that's so odd, right? We're, we're having schools shut down because of the whole coronavirus and everything, right? right? We have online school and everything, right? Uh, it depends on the person. I'm going to just keep it at that. Choose both if you can. I like that. You know what I mean? Choose both if you can, if you feel like it. Like I said, I'm like always on the go. Mm -hmm. You know, I've just very recently, in the recent years, been able to slow down. I encourage to go to school um, only because I've seen the benefits from between my friends, you know, and the knowledge that they have. Mm -hmm. um, they all tell me, don't, don't even go to school. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Go to school if you can afford it. To be brutally honest, we don't have the internet just for nothing. There's tons of information on there. All the information that you're learning in school, paying for a degree and paying off a loan or whatever, your debt, you could be getting the same on YouTube. But that's the thing. People don't have a lot of self-discipline. That's something that I don't have for something specific. You're familiar with Gary Vee, right? Yeah. So my friend Ramaj sends me posts of Gary Vee all of the time. And I, just, I, I love him. Like, yeah. he's so much, like, been able to do because of the way he says things, you know, sometimes you have to hear something else from somebody else yeah. in order to like actually let it sink in. Going with what you feel like is the right thing to do, but don't limit yourself. Sometimes I feel like not going to school is limiting, but that's only because I didn't realize the potential that the internet had. I wasn't put, putting the internet to its full potential. I still don't, you know what I mean? But I'm as I know that and I am doing that now, I realize how much of a difference and how much of a gain I've gotten just between people networking and mm -hmm. just different things, different information that I use within my creativity. Mm -hmm. And YouTube and Google are my school. What are a couple things that you can notice that because of your growth is very different between transitions, that first album that you made, and now televise your new album? Everything. Um, I can't even like pinpoint it because I, I haven't even listened to Transitions in years. Like I, I haven't listened to that album ever. Like I don't listen to it. Um, that's why I say barely people, few people know about that. But you know, my mom will say that there's very good songs on that. I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, there are. Though I just would want them to be recreated because they are not at the caliber of how I had it in my mind at the time, even when it was created. You know what I mean? Now I'm able, with the knowledge that I have and, and the more attuned ear, I'm able to make things the way that I hear them. When I was uh, working at the pie hole, I was a dishwasher. So I would always be in the back with my voice memo or it would be wherever I was. Like I, I, used, to, I used to work at Seeds of Sprout in New Jersey. I would still be doing the same thing, going to the back freezer and then just put my voice memo idea down. I was very excited that I had made televised. I made that with Ableton. The idea was basically, I it, it was random. So it's like, ooh, 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 when you hear it, it was that repetitive thing. But I had the whole entire song in my head already of how I wanted it to be, how I wanted it to sound. As soon as I got off work, I shot to the studio and I re-sang it on the microphone and then added everything that I was hearing, the heavy bass, the 808, and the kick, all that. And I sit back, I'm like, this is it. Like, I've, I'm finally at a, the caliber I want to be right now in this moment. Mm -hmm. Where actually, I, I'm, I produced four of the songs on there. Gene Brentwood 
produced Six Feet Under. Producer named Nomadic produced, uh, the beat was called Faces, but I, it's called More Time now. I wanted to be the one to produce my first project, right? But I, I, something told me that I, I need an outside look. I needed two pieces that kind of filled in what I wanted that whole, that little six track catalog to people, you know, to hear. So I've been a lot more open to collaboration rather than wanting to do things myself. So for new artists watching this interview, mm -hmm. what is something that you could tell them regarding collaboration? Make sure you're on the same page first. Like, yeah, get to know the person, let, let you know, introduce yourself, network with this person, but be on the same page if you're working on something with each other, because it's, it's good. It's, it's good to have different open ideas from other especially the person that's helping you with the film. It's, it's cool to have the idea, but you, if you already have a storyboard and everything, then uh, the person that you're with should be willing to work with you and your idea, a person paying for anything or that, the whole business side of things, that's a whole, whole different take. Like if you're paying somebody a, a bunch of money to do your video the way that you want it to, then it's gonna be done, right? Because that's just, that's what they do. That's their job. But even then, like if you're not comfortable, don't do it. If the person that you're working with doesn't make you feel comfortable, don't do it. So tell me a little bit more about uh, your new album. For the songs I produced, right? Two of the songs I had been working on for uh, Speak For Yourself, that was in the works for four years. Like, I had made that song on FL Studio, like, when I was, like, a novice. I would always perform it at open mics, and everybody knew the song, but it was never out. And then I, I, I put out, like, a raw version on, um, SoundCloud and it got like 3,000 plays and people were listening to it. I was like very surprised because it wasn't at the caliber that I that I wanted it to. Like now I, I'm, I'm taking into account that I can make my music sound better so I don't have to like rush and put things out. That's what I used to do. I wouldn't view it as rushing. It was more like, oh, I want it to sound like this, so let me put it out. It's not a comfortable album. Like I don't want you to feel too comfortable, right? I want you to feel something, but it's like, there's one song in there, like, for sure that people are going to, like, maybe, maybe throw people off if they're not really accustomed to, to rap. You have Televised, which is blatantly telling you that there are things that are being televised that we should, that we should be getting more of, that we need to learn more of underneath the surface. We're just getting surface shit. And then we also have the things that we aren't being told and, and the things that need to be televised, um, but both externally and internally. These, these are things that within ourselves that we need to speak out about, that we need to uh, take accountability for. There's certain certain things I could say for myself, like personally, like uh, re recently I didn't realize what being a narcissist was, right? And I realized that in my past, being influenced by people and my father or my, you know, whatever, I had those traits. And it's like about basically putting yourself on display so that everything is said, so you can actually move above that, right? Being televised, being broadcasted, so people can talk about it. More Time is the next song, basically talking about uh, a little bit about my, my uh, family life, my perspective within the relationship that I was in, but talking about external things. We are always focused on so many things, and then we wonder, like, we, we always want more time. You know, we always want more time to make up. We always want more time to, to like say sorry, to apologize. Well, we need to take it into account what we have right here. 
you know, that whole cliche saying, you don't know what you have until it's gone, right? Mm -hmm. Six Feet Under is the next song, which is produced by Gene Brentwood. It was kind of weird how I came up with that. Um, I was in the car in, in front of this dude's house. His name is Chris. Uh, I don't talk to him anymore, but he puts, he puts on the beat. And then I'm like, I start listening to it. And as soon as the beat drops, <clears throat> the words was like, I see them all on top, but why do they seem so six feet under? That was like, that was it. It was like, it just kept going. I'm like, all right, let me just type it out. And then he sent it off to me. And then I wrote it probably, I think it was the next day. Yeah, it was, it was kind of like I was in a place of reflecting and going through my karma of past mistakes. The song was basically about like I already felt six feet underground, like with the things that I had done to people, right? But also in the uh, in a metaphorical sense that I'm not gonna stop doing what I'm doing though, right? Because people in the industry doing doing music that's repetitive and that's not really aiding to any kind of um, conscious health, you know, brain health, you know. Uh, to your well-being and um it's like they're already six feet underground to me in, in that egotistical sense right they're they're already not to say they're beneath me but they're already i'm climbing up to a point where i'm able to actually change things you know what i mean like this i'm not in here just to be in here and just to give you good music like there's messages specific messages to these songs so by any means hear it it's it's not full of shit. <laughs> you know what i mean right in a place where we have so many artists coming from different places and it's hard as an artist to be like i'm right here like i have something to offer mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it, it, it's not even necessarily to get to fame it, you want to be on a larger platform and use that larger platform for good you know if you have a certain amount of power you you want to use that to your best ability to help the people and rise them, rise them up. I will get to the top, but eventually, like everybody else, will be six feet under a gun. And that's not that's not to be a negative connotation. You know what I mean? It's just what it is. I guess it's something that you always have to keep rec recreating and keep going after whatever that new thing is, mm -hmm. uh, and not not a material thing or like going after the new thing, but maybe the new you, because like I right. agree with that. Even when you grow and are doing better. There are some areas in your life that you're still going to be six feet under. So that's, that's a really good uh, metaphor. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you for understanding that. Quick question for new artists mm. uh, starting out, thinking about putting together their first EP. Mm. What would be a couple tips, practical things that they could keep in mind that could help them, you know, make a better product, faster, stronger? Mm. I want to take out the, like, the... Uh, work fast right because any artist I don't want to say any artist can make a not any artist can make a great song like so, songs in like a fast most artists have songs in the vault that they're ready to put out right a project to put out if you're searching for longevity um, if that's what you're searching for if you want to be remembered um, take your time even if it's an EP even if it's a single take your time uh, I learned that uh, my friend Ramaj Rock, a really good friend of mine, um, teaches me a lot about the business aspect of music and what to be careful of. 
don't put out half-assed things. You know what I mean? Or things that you know that can reach to its maximum potential. Unless you're doing it yourself, you know, not everybody's Russ, right? It took him 10 years to to do, uh, he was producing for like 10 years and rapping and all that and did it himself. Did it himself. I, of course he had help, but uh, he learned. He was self-taught. That's much respect to him, you know, but that's 10 years in the making, right? To get to where he's at right now. And that's insane, you know, to think about how long, and, and here I am, I go, I go back and I'm like, man, well, how long have I been doing this for? Like this, how, when it, when is it, when am I going to, you got to get that out of your mind. You got to really like push that out of your mind because you have to understand that you can't pay attention to, once you start getting, getting fans or, or followers, you can't pay attention to those 1.3 million or, or 5,000 or even, or even 500 people on on your followers list you're not keeping up with those people but those people find value and they find they find value in you adding to their lives with what you're creating right that's what i think take your time with your music because you're you're building something that people are going to be listening to for years and it's i know that i'll i'll, I'll have music that caters to the now right that caters to people now but in my own way but even then like the content is what's important we're influencing the generation now and the generation below us like i can't stress that enough right um so i have to keep it i have to keep that in mind snoop dogg was talking about how he went back to uh uh saying like bitch and and ho and all that and we're trying to stray away from that um but i didn't get to finish what he said but he said something along the lines of like when you're so accustomed to like to like that like it's hard to kind of pull away from what you're used to or what people are wanting to hear now because it's it's so first of all it's so easy to hear because it's said so much but we it's our job as the artist to push that out that language out we got to provide a newer language that influences everybody in a real way I don't want to say positive because everything's not positive like this shirt it's not everything's not good vibes just real vibes, real things. And we need to provide people with real things just as, as I say in televised, like we need to be provided with real things so we, we can move accordingly properly. So Darian, what do you have in the works for, for the near future? So I'm currently uh, working on the ideas, pieces of a short film, which I want to talk to you about. I kind of want to give it, give people the grittiness of my vision, but I also want other people, the people that are working with me, I want their vision part of it too. Filmmakers are artists too, right? Mm -hmm. So I want that kind of, uh, I want people, other people's take on, on my idea, right? But it's tricky on promoting yourself. It's, it's not an easy thing. You know, it takes walking around and talking to people. It takes promoting yourself and utilizing social media the way you should. I really want to perform a lot and get into a lot of people's faces. Rolling Loud is like one of my goals. And, Features like Saba and Isaiah Rashad and stuff like that. Like, uh, those are like further goals, <laughs> but but like near future, like letting people know who Darian Stacks is. For that young artist starting out or that young filmmaker, what would you tell them that they could do to live at the highest level and you know go out for their goals and make things happen? Nothing else is stopping you but you, really. Ultimately, I mean, I, 
I know that sounds corny. I know I could say anything else, but nothing is stopping you but you from what you want to do. There's so many things you could be doing. If that doesn't work out, try something else. I don't just do music. I, I, I like to film. I, I like to draw. You know, I like to make cover art. I like to do other things. I have a specific vision. Have a vision and build it. Thank you guys for watching. Again, my name is Axel. This is High Level with Darian Stacks. Thank you. And we'll see you guys in another episode. Yeah, yeah. I fell in love with a harlot I never knew I saw it coming But I'm knowing better than that, babe Same girl with the face, uh Never had a love like this, uh I didn't keep my